This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret, I think you want to know. A dirty little secret, about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for... Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. Sarah, Vinny, Nick, and Brittany. Here we all are. Hi. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to get to, uh, and actually Bryn as well, we're going to get to hang out with Beefcake. Let's see what he's all about. Yeah. <laughs> he's we're, like your, we're like your radio parents. We'll <laughs> put him through his paces, ask him a million questions. Or we'll just hang out and it'll be a fun day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll well hang out and it'll be a fun day is the, the, I think that's the way. But you can also watch them. Do they hold hands? Oh yeah, I'm put gonna, his arm around her. I will have oh, thoughts. God. Watching your sure. every move. Yep. Don't prep him for that. Just oh. let him. You guys. Is be his natural. hand on her ass the whole day? That's inappropriate. <laughs> we're at a art. Ga- it, we're at an art gallery. <laughs> Try to. That's save love, it. Save Sarah. It for the that's hotel not inappropriate. Room. Well, you know, I, I, mean, like the, I don't like it. I like the hand of the pocket move. You know, in the back oh, that's pocket That's nice move. too. He sure. doesn't do that. Don't squash your finger up her crack. But, you know, I mean, a little cuppage of the ass. That's nice. It's loving. (laughs) Seems inappropriate to me. I mean, it's art, you know. No, sure. Well, your ass is like art, art. so sure. I mean, Picasso, there's like, that might be a boob. I mean, (laughs) let's. I'm getting all turned on. I'm going to touch your what might be an ass. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. It's a whole thing. Well, I'm really excited about it. It'll be really fun. So um, and we're talking about Imagine Picasso, which is a thing at the Armory. And Coco's boyfriend. And co- and meeting yeah, We're Coco's actually not talking boyfriend. about the Armory. We're talking about Coco's boyfriend. <laughs> right. But Such we're a going shame Vinny's not going to be there. I know. Do you can still come, you know. Vinny? There's plenty of tickets mm, for, yeah. for us. Yeah. Danielle would love to see you. I am not ready to add anything to the calendar right now, Let's but I would like kids. to see you guys. It would be nice. And Chris. be fun to I believe it is on mission, Sarah. Oh, it's on the mission, armory. mission at Valencia or something. What, what have oh, we got? God, well, it doesn't matter. It's fine. I'll, I'm just going to Google map it. And yep. I love that the barf watch will be on. That is incredible. Barf watch 2022. Man. Haven't had one of those yet. You tell one story, right? One story. That's how, that's how, that's how it always happens. <laughs> well, come on. You're on the Super. side of the road leaving Bottle Rock yakking while people drive by going, is that Brent from Alice? So oh, all, that's funny. The, the thing that bothers me is like, I'm sure what everybody envisions is me just going around 
yakking while yeah. I called Spewing, my kid over to fuck right. my wife in front of my kid. Yep. And back to what? yakking. <laughs> like, that's yeah, that's thing. exactly that's what I imagine. That's the only thing that they see me yeah. doing. Right. No. People know. The picture you guys You were paint. out partying with our boss, the <laughs> vice president of the... Of operations here, and you got so mm-hmm. shit faced, you you barfed a lot. Uh, I wasn't oh. that shit faced. I was just a little bit like nauseous. I don't know. I feel oh, like right. I feel yeah. like you've got to be pretty shit faced to have to barf on the way it, it, to have yeah, to be all true. pull over. I'm gonna pull barf over now. I didn't feel well. Really, <laughs> you didn't feel well because you were wasted. Hey, Is lady, that- right. you barfed too on lemon drops not too long ago. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not denying it. But you know where in I her didn't toilet. do it? Yeah, I I did it in my toilet at six oh, so at six so p.m. on a Friday. It's much more classy. Six okay. p.m. And then I went to bed. <laughs> Jesus. Six p.m. I know it was Sarah. it was a waste of a Friday night. But they were so good, and I didn't realize, and I didn't even know how drunk I was till I stood up and went, "Whoa, oh, world is a Ferris wheel." Oh, I know the feeling. Oh man. Or merry-go-round, one of those. And imagine if you're in a car, just like things start to spin more. <laughs> yeah, riding in a car when you're already sick, no good. Mm-hmm. God, I remember so many times like as a kid, just like, you know, the dumb shit that happens when you're a kid. And like, I remember I thought I cleaned the car out because a friend of mine barfed in the backseat of my car. And I thought I cleaned the car out. It's not, not my car, by the way, my dad's car. So oh. I cleaned it out and we, you know, I even like, I hosed it like I was... Because what else was I going to do, right? And so everything's wet, but I left it open and everything was supposedly dry. And then my dad gets in the car the next time he drives it. And he's like, there, he goes, I could smell vomit. It stunk. And then he went in the back. And you know, in the olden days, there were ashtrays. In the 1900s, mm-hmm. there were ashtrays in the mm-hmm. in the door handle. And he opened it up and it was filled with barf. Oh! And he was, so he knew that I was, and then I had to tell him. Right. He's like, well... I appreciate you trying to clean it up, but you didn't do a good job. And that's it. You're not using the car anymore. Oh, it's a no. Damn. Yeah. That's disgusting. Barf stories. It's gross. Yep. And I must have told you about the one where I hung out on my friend's. It's like a January thing. And I hung out the side of the car and barfed as he was driving. And then the next day, there was barf oh, just classy. all over the, <laughs> the frozen, oh, frozen to the side of the car. <laughs> it was just froze there because it was one degree right. in Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah. Good times. Any barf stories you want to share, Vin? <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, I barfed. There's no question that I have, but I, I also was an alcoholic. I could really yeah. put it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. The, I think the difference is our stories, our crazy barf stories, they were when we were kids, Bryn. That's funny. Shut up. You just admitted to the lemon drop thing from not too long ago. Yeah. Get out of here. That was, yeah. al- that was alcohol mismanagement. Uh, you read about I that. Hear that. You hear that bear trap snap on her leg? <laughs> I did realize that that was, you got me there. <laughs> Good job, Bryn. Great callbacks. Uh, Still though, words, you know, but. Not wasn't the side of the road. That's all. You, know. you uh, just told a story about the side of the road, but you were. But kid. I was kidding. Okay, I got it. I, was a kid. I got it. What are you like? Thirty-eight at the time? No, was I was. I wasn't <laughs> your age. <laughs> You're a grown man. Uh, hi, Secret Show crew. I just want to do this. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Somebody said to me, I was talking about. I want different underwear, right? That doesn't fall down my ass and show my plumber's crack while I'm uh-huh. parking. Mm-hmm. And someone sent in that Victoria's Secret has great underwear and go. So I went on there and I looked and I found the ones that kind of look like shorts. 
And I'm like, oh, those are those are cute. I'll try those for $32. So I got them last night, and they're actually a fucking pair of shorts. They're like thick. They've got big... I'm like, oh. okay, so I suck at this, and I can't tell from pictures what this is going to be. Hey, look, let me give you a suggestion, and I don't expect you to take it. I'm not someone that has any interest in your your panties but bullshit <laughs> i get i get christina calvin klein under like i wear a calvin klein underwear and i buy her calvin klein underwear and i know that sounds like well name dropper it, it it's the one thing they make that's actually good so does she have because i don't want a waistband i want the the stretchy like continuation of the fabric. They have all kinds of different ones. You can look on the Calvin Klein underwear website and pick the ones that you think will work best for you. But so I've somebody sent me her tons of underwear from Calvin Klein. They all they last a good long time. Right, they're comfortable. I'm not buying her like you know lingerie. We're talking about regular old cotton underwear, underpants. Yeah. So this so I want the boy short style that goes down a little bit further. And uh, so I'll look for those. But this person sent me another one. Uh, Sarah needs comfy new underwear. I wanted to send a link to a site that sells something she might feel comfortable in. It's tomboyx.com. So Shelly. Thanks, Shelly. I'm going to, I'll go look at that. And I'll look at Calvin Klein too. You know, my kid wears all, only Calvin. He loves Calvin's. Yeah, I've started wearing just the boxer brief, you know. Yeah. And it's what is most comfortable to, for me now. I used to only wear boxers. Yes. Like, yeah. From from like childhood. I remember up. you saying. But I like a cotton the, boxer. Yeah. But I prefer the, the boxer briefs now and they're they're really comfy and they that's last what a I want. I want it to and, go down my leg a little bit so it doesn't ride up and I want it to go up high enough and be, you know, so that it doesn't fall down my ass. I just want a decent pair of underpants that doesn't look like I'm wearing a fat rubber band around my waist. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Friends, says this person. Oh, we're moving on. Okay. I need your bad advice. It's not a sexy problem or anything really all that serious, but it's something that is really grinding my gears and my husband's too. It has to do with parking and neighborly etiquette. Mm. Here's mm. the deal. We live in a townhome complex in the North Bay. Every townhome has one assigned parking space in front of the home. And there are about half a dozen guest parking spots sprinkled variously around the complex. I always park in our assigned spot, and my husband has been parking in a guest spot nearby to our home for the last year and a half. So they are taking up a guest spot. Mm -hmm. Recently, a new neighbor moved in. They seem nice enough as we've exchanged pleasantries in passing. But here's the thing pissing us off. This neighbor, Stacy, regularly doesn't park in their assigned spot. They park in the guest spot, the one my husband usually parks in, and they leave their assigned spot empty and unused for days on end. Hmm. So my husband has to go park around the complex. We have a toddler, and I'll be having our second in a couple of months. Walking all around the complex with the baby shit is going to be so annoying for both of us. Mm. It wouldn't bother us at all if Stacy was using her assigned spot and also had a guest using the spot. We don't own the spot. It's first come, first serve. But the fact that their assigned spot goes unused all the time and they use the guest spot is fucking annoying. She only parks in her spot if the guest spot is taken. A few weeks ago, my husband parked in, the, in their assigned spot overnight because there were no more guest spots. And Stacy left a note on his car asking him not to park in her spot. Mm. So now it's become this weird passive aggressive energy about a fucking parking spot. Are we being crazy here? Would this annoy any of you? I know it's stupid, but I'm bothered. Mm. I'd love to know your thoughts. 
And if you think we should just talk to her directly, thanks, Petty Betty. Oh, nice one. Mm. Um, I will say that uh, almost everywhere I've ever lived, there are always parking spot wars. There just always are. There's a parking spot. So we have we have a driveway and we can park two garages in it. Two garages. Two. Uh, we don't have a garage. Two cars in it, but they're tandem. So if the one who's further in needs to get out now, two people have to go out, move a car, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, and we're in a cul-de-sac, so we actually park nose in, uh, like a like the spokes of a wheel. Everybody knows in the cul-de-sac that that's how you park. Mm. So people, when our cars aren't there, people will come in and park in the cul-de-sac and they park sideways, like you'd normally park against a parallel curb. Parallel to the curb. Parallel to the curb. Right. And they're blocking both our spots. And then there's this other, there's sort of like a path that goes over a creek and there's three, two or three parking spots um, in front of that. And they don't belong to anyone. They're like street parking. But the lady who lives on the other side of those spots flips the fuck out if anyone besides her family parks in them. Mm. She like, they're not hers. They're unofficially hers. But she will piss on you. You know, it's a, it's like a pissing match. And so, like, if our housekeeper comes, she doesn't park on those. She's like, I do not want to get in a fist fight with that lady down the street. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so we're like, just pull into our driveway. Like, we can move the, you know, whatever. So there's always something with parking. However, the fact that your husband parked in, in her spot, I think, couldn't you have just said, can you guys, can you please park in your spot? Now it's like a thing. Maybe you could pay her. X amount and just have oh, her spot. You gotta pay. Well, sometimes people do that. They'll they'll rent you their parking spot. Yeah. Vincent, anything to add to this? Yeah, I think parking, just like a uh, you know shared laundry, becomes the biggest grind you've got in uh, any kind of shared living spaces. Right? It becomes mm -hmm. a major issue, and it can make you actually hate someone. Yes. You can hate someone. You Dumb, can show but up true. for your laundry and to put it in the dryer and someone has already moved it wet onto the top of the washer because you were 5, 10, 15 minutes. Now it's like, well, I I was on a call or I had a, you know, what are you doing sharking the laundry? Well, they have shit to do too. Like this, I these things become really like everyone has a fair argument. Right. And, and in your situation, I would say the HOA at that place is going to end up making you all park out on the street or down the street because mm -hmm. they'll ultimately if the you know, like I've been in HOAs where you say, look, we don't want to police people. We're supposed to do the work of the people that own the homes here. We don't want them to hate us and we don't want them to be like, I'm selling. This is bullshit. I don't want to live in a place where my neighbors are watching me and ticketing me because I'm in a spot I'm not supposed to be. She knows she's in a spot she's not supposed to be in, right? No, From the it's beginning. A, it's a guest spot. Well, a guest spot. Yeah, it's a guest spot. It's guest not spot. their spot. Mm -hmm. But That's people not who their have, parking. But people who have two cars often will just use up the guest spots. And I become, understand. Have a right to that spot, though. That's the point I'm making is the HOA will, if you get them involved, they will say, those are guest spots. Those aren't for your car. They're so for your guests. So these people will wind up fucking themselves. They'll all fuck anyway. themselves if they bring this shit up right. too much. What they need to do is decide amongst themselves what's cool. And so I don't, yes, I would talk to my neighbor. 
I would make friends with them. Invite them over Just for lay a drink. It out. Right. Let's talk about the parking here because I've had experiences with HOAs, and if we fuck around too much, they're gonna make everybody park outside of the the complex because if they have more than the one. We're car. not guests of ourselves. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why they're called guest spots. They need to be left open. And it doesn't matter where it is in proximity to your home. That's just like the curb in front of your house. It doesn't mean you own the, we don't. the spot in we front of your house. We don't own those spots. Mm-hmm. And, but, and I'm not going to go out and yell at anybody, but I want to. <laughs> I totally want right. to. Well, I'm and that's why so you would say someone parks there. They don't know how to park. Come on. There, there are places where you would say to someone, get your fucking boat out from in front of my house. You don't own that spot. Well, now you're in a real problem. Now you're in a bind because you're the asshole telling them to move their boat and they don't really have any place to put their boat and it's a street parking. So an HOA, personally, I like them because they can protect everyone's rights and make sure everyone gets the space they need Mm -hmm. if they're handled right. I've definitely had the ones where I truly feel like I'm being watched. Right. And, And you're just, that's not your job. To yeah, make but me feel uncomfortable in my home. HOAs generally, there's an overlord, you know, there's some like a management company, but then the HOAs generally the people who live, it's members exactly of the right. people who live there. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, then now the busybody, it's like everyone who's a super busybody and like a neighborhood gossip and stuff, they should all live in a place that has HOAs because then they, you know, they, there's some people who really get off on that. Like, and especially if they hold an office in the HOA. Mm, right. Like now they're going to tell you how to live in that unit and where you can and can't park and what you can and can't do. Based on my experience, what I would do is become friends with them Mm -hmm. and figure it out rather than do all this. Oh, well I'm taking their spot since they're not in it since they took our spot, which is our, not really our spot, but we're, you know, this is our guest spot. Is it? It's not. It's a guest spot. It sounds like they're already warring, though. They're I know. Of, well, well they she need said to it's clip awkward. That right. shit. Like, clip it now. Like, go right, over these are with neighbors. a six-pack, shake their hands, yep. say mm-hmm. hi. We've gotten off on the wrong foot. I'm go. a friendly person. You're a friendly person. We live in the same area. I, you know, we know what's going to happen if we get the HOA involved. So let's figure out what works. Let's work it out. Yeah. Let's parking. work it out. Crazy. I know. Parking is, it is a, thing. a thing. And that's the thing. It's like... You know, if they start parking in her spot now, if the guest spot's taken now, she's really fucked. Like it's a whole boy. That's not, you know, I never understand. So I've rented millions of times and there's never the right amount of spots for the like who is living with one car in a two or three bedroom townhouse or apartment. Like, I think however many bedrooms there are, there should be that many. Par- be, yeah. Like that should be part of how they design the whole the whole or- thing. Or you actually go to the HOA and you all agree that these guest spots are our spots. Right. Like we're going to park them. in them. Yeah. We need, whether you assign them or whether it's like, look, it's cool to park in the guest spots because we don't have enough spots for our cars. Yeah. I've, I'm telling you, I've gone through this and people who live in, in the, this is the old complex I lived in, in this same city. There were people who had to park down the street and walk it back in because they already they had three cars. Yeah. And then there's like the whole, well, we don't want to park in a garage. That's useful space. 
Right? We're storing things there. Okay, well, and then there's people who go, now our kid has a car. What do we do? Right? It's a thing. Yeah. Sort it out. Pretty much every adult has a car. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so if you've got a two-bedroom place and you've got a roommate and they don't have parking, it's a problem. And it's just, I just, I think it's just bad planning in some of these places, you know, where you just... Like this is this is not workable. But real estate too, you know, it's tough to come by. Yeah, it's not here. so much bad planning as it is that's your fucking problem, right? That's yeah, what they really we think. Is we didn't that, plan it. Figure it out for yourself, right? And right. that's a terrible way to be, and it's unfortunate because you don't want to live in a place where that's the now hostility has started and wars are happening, right? Notes on cars. Hey, fucker! Now you're the fucker. I'm a I fucker. Just came in late last out. night and wanted to park. I don't know what why you're you know f wording me. Right, full it's on not, fights, man. I don't yeah, feel like a fucker. Right, I had a you friend, need to talk. Uh, a kid when I was younger. Yeah, went to jail for life for parking. What? For fighting over a parking spot. <gasps> like you want to kill? He killed guy? somebody. Oh my god, no! Mm-hmm. Killed somebody. You know how many people are in jail oh over a fight that ended up with someone dead? I bet a Random. lot. Random. Random I bet a person. lot. And even worse, like, you know, the, the, it's not even a punch. It ends up being this guy had a firearm. He felt threatened. He shot someone. And now, dude, you just killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Out on the street over a fight about what? It's it's like a road rage thing, you know? Like, people just, when people lose their shit, they, you oh, that's why, you know, John John got mad at me when we first started dating. Um, oh, this would be good. That's not that I good. Know, like, it's I was driving great. somewhere and uh, and he, and he was in the car or or something. But I flipped someone off, and John got so mad at me. He's like, "You just don't know what a person is capable right? of. That's like true. you don't you you're just a little girl. Like don't don't do that. You just don't know. You this person could be fucking dangerous as shit, or he could Absolutely. follow you back, and you you know mm-hmm. you're not winning any battles by by pissing off a random on the street and you could like lose a lot more than you think you could mm-hmm. i mean fuck that guy wound up in prison for life for life yeah <sighs> i knew him very well too how old were you uh we were in our late teens by then when he went to jail Jesus but i knew him friend. from the tenderloin he so we grew up together in in the hood and you know, Do you ever TL. visit him in pre- in prison? No, hell no, no he doesn't. Why not? He's a friend. I of did not visit him, but I know his family. I know all of his brothers, and he has a bunch of brothers that I still oh, know. Damn, mm-hmm. that's a terrible story, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, and it's terrible if neighbors become warring factions, right? Because Where you can't you even be out be there. That. Right. Just be friendly. Stop it now. To answer the person who wrote, in my opinion, I believe you should. Invite them over for a barbecue or a sandwich or however it is that you entertain and figure then bring it up. Look, yeah, this parking hey, thing, we don't want this between us. We yeah. like you and we don't want no trouble. So how can right. we do this? So here's what we were doing and here's what's wrong with you not parking in your spot and you right. know, whatever. If that's resolved, the tension, that'll be I like know, a huge would, weight off your shoulders. Right. It's true because we really were too quick to get into, you know, that's the thing. Every time you come home, now you're like, oh, I hope I don't see that neighbor. Oh, I hope I don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that sucks. It's ugly. And if you talk through it like grownups, all of a sudden you're like, hey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's nice. Right. It's nice to have friendly neighbors. It's nice to be able to say, you know, hey, we're doing a Super Bowl thing. Come over. Or right. mm-hmm. you got a lemon we can borrow or whatever. And, right. no, and it's not crunchy. And it could just be a quick exchange of phone numbers so that if if you needed to, like you are about to, this lady's about to have a baby um, and has a little kid too, I think they said. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe there is, you could call and be like, hey, are you able to get into the guest spot? Because I'm going to use, I, I would love to use your spot to unload my tr- thing and then we can switch cars or whatever you know whatever just exchange phone numbers and become more than just sort of acquaintances in the it's a complex right and it's a growing reality like i get it i don't want to say if you want your own parking go buy a house with a garage because no one can find houses here in the bay area so i get why you would end up in a town home or i get why you would end up in an apartment in fact i think apartments are the answer to our housing problem I don't know why we don't want to build apartment complexes, but build more. Like, it's not about building houses. Mm -mm. It's about building. No one can afford houses. Like a densely settled area and provide enough parking. I think every bedroom in every house should have one parking spot assigned to it. If it's a three bedroom place, there should be three parking spaces. But course i'm not in charge of that um all right that's gonna do it send us your uh anytime you have a problem big or small we're all yeah, done we did. yeah was, we know. actually got a late start so for us <sighs> so we have to make sure we get this turned around for 10 a.m right. um send your problems to bryn b-r-y-n at radioalice.com have a wonderful day and we'll see you next time the end all right all right Killer, bro. Uh, right. That's all I have for you. I don't have all right. Else.